What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host of the podcast, Cody Schultz. We've got a great episode for you today. We're almost halfway through the year, so we thought it'd be a great time to revisit and share the, our list of the best Netflix shows of the year so far. But first, we wanted to take a minute to discuss the biggest Netflix news of the week. It kind of, I guess it's, it's Netflix adjacent, uh, but NBC canceled Manifest after three seasons. Last week, Netflix added the first two seasons of the show before the season three finale, and it's currently the number one show on Netflix right now, and now it's canceled. So now everyone wants to know if Netflix will save Manifest. So what do you think, Cody? Will will Netflix save Manifest? Yeah, to me, this is a really tough one. Like, it really does feel like the show even coming to Netflix was like a Hail Mary on Warner Brothers' part, which is the studio, of course, that makes Manifest, because they've always sent, like, since, well, since the HBO Max launch, like, most of the Warner Brothers shows that weren't, like, in some kind of deal with the CW uh, and Netflix already have kind of gone to the other streamers, mostly HBO Max. So that's where Manifest has been hosted for the most part. And then it was, like, out of the blue, the day before the finale, they the news dropped that season one and two is coming. And then I don't, I think there's a lot of speculation on when season three could be coming, if it's coming, but it's like making that move right before the finale. And then the cancellation news came quickly after it's like, you almost wonder if they knew things weren't going in the right direction. And they're like, if we can't get some buzz going with Netflix, we can't get it going anywhere. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Doesn't it? I mean, it makes no sense to drop them. I mean, it wasn't announced at all that the first two seasons were coming in June that usually happened. So that was a total surprise. You, we, I wonder how long that's been in the works because it takes a while, I think, for Netflix to like, you know, add the full seasons. So probably a couple weeks at least. And then to just drop them right the day of the finale, it blows up. It's the number one show on Netflix. And then to, to, to cancel it, it's like nothing really makes sense other than the theory that you mentioned that the studio, the cast, the creative team is really interested in keeping this going where maybe NBC is, was not ever at least for a while, because it seemed they, I don't know. How do you feel like when, when networks kind of like drag their feet on renewals, I always see that as like, oh no, here it comes. Uh, do you feel the same way? 
Yeah, I feel like it's never really a good thing when networks, like when they're so far removed, because literally these like Manifest Zoe's Playlist and then um, Good Girls is the only other one that is the only, there's only three shows that NBC hadn't already renewed. So their entire lineup was either canceled or renewed. And they had these three shows left in limbo. And it's like the weeks just gradually kept going by. And it's like, that's never a good sign. I mean, it can be in that obviously there's negotiations going along. Like they're looking to see like, what are the odds? Mm -hmm. But it tends to like look so far we're two for three have both been canceled because we talked about Zoe getting canceled, I think last week. And now we're here talking about Manifest being canceled and whether Netflix will save it. And so it really is that weird situation. I think the one positive sign is Warner Brothers and Netflix have worked together and they've had a successful show be saved. Look at Lucifer. Mm -hmm. That's one of the shows we're going to be talking about today. It, of course, is a Warner Brothers series, was canceled by Fox and then it came to Netflix and had new life. I think it also does help Manifest. They had, a, from what I've gathered, a limited plan in place. Like their vision was always to go six seasons. So Mm -hmm. I think that kind of helps when you know your direction's mapped out. It's just a matter of getting there and the networks help you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because... I mean, we've seen Netflix try to save shows in the past. I think we mentioned last week that Designated Survivor was like the last one that they've done. I don't know. I got. I kind of have a good feeling about this one. And I, I don't really get good feelings about the canceled shows very often just because of how quick it blew up. Like Netflix would, you know, very surely take a flyer now if they hadn't already with like, you know, what's it going to cost to make? That's important. And versus how many people are watching. And like, it's not like a, I don't know, flash in the pan success. Like it's been number one for several days now. And it doesn't, you know, there maybe tomorrow or this weekend with Elite and some of the other shows coming too hot to handle next week, it'll get bumped, but not for now. <laughs> it's still there. So that's a good sign. I feel like what could help it is it's not a, se- a show that's typically had the long, long seasons from what I believe. I believe they typically do like the 13, maybe 16 episode seasons. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with the exact number, but it's not like one of those shows like before Lucifer came to Netflix, it was doing 20 to 22 episode seasons. So they were longer. And so it was a bigger change like for the writers, even like I, I think it helped the long term. Like we've gotten tighter stories since, of course, yeah. as a fan, I want more episodes. Like that's just my natural inclination. Like I want more, of course, when I like a show, but I do think, and it's also something different. Like Netflix is really have a show quite like this one um so the fact that there's fan interest the cast are pushing for it to be saved and it's doing well on netflix i think it bodes well for the show's likelihood whether Mm -hmm. netflix will save it's kind of up in the air i guess we'll just kind of have to wait to see yeah i guess that's a good uh uh we'll we'll just get into the best netflix shows of the year then and we'll start with the one that you just mentioned i think that we both consider this one the best show of the year and that's uh lucifer yeah, without a doubt, like when we started talking best shows of the year so far, <laughs> Lucifer was like the first show that popped in my mind. Like my mind just went Lucifer. There was no second or third place like quickly behind. Like it was all about Lucifer. I think it's going to change. Of course, like there's plenty of good shows coming in the second half. So the competition may get mm-hmm. tougher. But when you look at this first half of 2021, Lucifer really has been like the big title that all the fans were talking about. People couldn't wait for it to drop. It, of course, surged once it was dropped, you know, broken into the top 10. I think I saw it was like number one and mm-hmm. count, like so many countries when it uh, dropped, which is just, how do you argue that that's not the, the best show so far of the year when like the fans are obviously loving it? Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, you know, Netflix doesn't share a lot of viewership data, but when they do for Lucifer, I've got a feeling that this one's going to be probably not the biggest Netflix show ever, but, you know, in the conversation for biggest of the year or biggest weekend, um, it, re- it jumped right to number one when it was released. And then it's kind of fallen off. It's still in the top 10 now, but I think, you know, Lucifer fans are very passionate and if the episodes are available, they're going to binge watch them. And they did. So I think, you know, it's one of those ones like necessarily like staying in the top 10, 
you know, for a long time is not really indicative of the success of the series or the new season, I guess. I think that people watch right away and now are patiently waiting for uh, season six, whether it's coming later this year or not, we'll have to find out. But yeah, Lucifer, top top spot, I think. Yeah, and I feel like we should also mention too, like it's not just the stats that do it. Like the show was right. a good season. Like it was a really fun season, really tight. Granted, this was like one of those weird ones where they did break it in part. So it's like, feels weird to say like this was a season when it was technically like part of a season, but it really was like a fun arc too. So it wasn't like we saw a decline in content. It was just a matter of the viewership was there, but I feel like it was a really fun, like in good season of the show. I know like Definitely. it left us waiting more. Like we're like, wait, when season six coming as we need it now. Yeah. I would have watched it if, if Netflix made it available, I would have just continued my binge watch through um, with season six. I agree. Yeah. It's not, it's not just the, the viewership. I think that there's like real quality here. And that's one of the reasons, um, you know, that Netflix saved the show because it's like, you know, not very often do you have, I don't know. I guess there's good a lot of good broadcast dramas and stuff, but it seems like this one is, you know, special. I think that it doesn't get enough, you know, praise from critics and definitely not on the awards shows and stuff like that. But yeah, the performances are just too good. So I guess, should we jump to number two? Yeah, I feel like this this was the easy second pick. Like, And I know this is one you are super, 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 super pumped for. So I feel like I'll just throw it to you because I know you're, <laughs> you're a huge fan of this one. Yeah, that's a shadow and bone. So I've read the books by Lee Bardugo. I love them so much. And when this dropped in April, I was, you know, I, I've been waiting for it for a long time. And I think it definitely lived up to the hype. It's a little bit different than the books, but in a good way, I think it adds a different... Uh, dimension to the series that you know with if they just continued the story from the books and played it out on screen as it is it would have maybe been a little boring um just because it's a little bit slower moving and this was pretty quick it was fast there was you know you had the heist element you've got romance you've got magic monsters should i say more yeah i really liked shadow and bone so that's why i mean it's like 1a and 1b for lucifer and shadow and bone for me but uh, I, I can give Lucifer the nod. <laughs> yeah. Let me, it's kind of funny because we talked about, do you think our, we, of course, there anyone who's been listening, we talked about like at the beginning when we were making predictions that Shadow and Bone had the potential to be the biggest new Netflix show of 2021. I personally feel like that was a fair assessment and proved mm. to be true. Do you think we were hit on the mark there? I feel like that really was a good show and it's, it hasn't been topped by a new series yet. Yeah, I think that that's for, yeah, the new shows, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's one that's been big. I don't think so. Later this year, we might see some like, you know, Cowboy Bebop is one that I think is going to be huge um, worldwide that could bump Shadow and Bone from that top spot. But I think, you know, as we're seeing, you know, less new shows, more returning shows that Shadow and Bone is positioned well for to take that title, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely agree. And I think it's one of those shows that I think Netflix, like they've got a good pulse on like tapping into these big franchises mm -hmm. and delivering. Like we've yet to really see a flop where there's been a lot of anticipation about a show that's been adapted from something and then it not fall through. Like The Witcher is like another great example. Like that one, yeah. they, it was an adaption and it's a huge show. This one, they really followed through. And I think you said like they did make some changes, but I feel like they stayed true enough to where it was one of those perfect mix where fans yeah. of the book could come into it, really enjoy it. But those like who hadn't read the books like myself could still come into the show and really enjoy and get behind it as a show yeah that's the that's like the key i think when you do the adaptations the 
I'm trying to think of, you know, to make everyone happy is really hard. Uh, but I think that Shadow and Bone did enough to do a little of both keeping book readers like on their toes. Cause I don't know. That's the one thing that I don't love, you know, when you've read a book series and you go to the movies and it's like, just like shot for shot, the same, you know, they can, there's sometimes when they really mess it up. And if you like change the whole meaning or the message or what it's for just to try to do something cool or whatever, that's where like, it gets kind of dicey for me. But when you keep like the main themes um, and stuff like that, that's like the sweet spot. And then you add something new to keep me entertained and surprised. The good thing was too, I hadn't read the books in a while. Um, um, so I was like, oh, I remember that that happened. So yeah, I guess uh, the, there's maybe a little bit of a drop off after this. I think maybe not in like the content or quality, but definitely in like the fan intrigue. Um, Lucifer and Shadow and Bone, I think, at least from my perspective, um, viewers enjoyed those two the most on like a worldwide level. Now, the other shows that we're going to talk about are very good in their own right. So Number three is uh, Lupin or Lupin. If you have a French accent, I can't do that. But uh, <laughs> the first season or first half of the season premiered in early 2021. We just had the last or the new episodes drop in June. So that one's, you know, in the Netflix top 10 and is, uh, is really good. Have, I can't remember if you've seen this one or not. I have not seen this one yet. It's one of those yeah. ones that I've been gradually working through my Netflix list. It's just yeah. the, the ones that are especially like the ones that are foreign language where you have to like really engage and they're harder to keep up with than ones where I can like put an episode on and be doing something in the background kind of thing. Exactly. Agreed. Uh, but I feel like this is one that really has been a breakout hit for Netflix. So not to include it would have been, of course, a big misstep because I, this was one that it's been, I want to say like arguably one of their biggest international series maybe behind, you know, only a few like money high stands out and like some of these other ones. And so um, the release date too was really interesting to me. Like it almost was like they wanted to give fans instead of making them wait long between the batches, like to yeah. drop them so quickly was kind of interesting about this one. I know. I'm curious. Um, Cause I believe that everything was filmed at the same time. So is this, you know, we're seeing it with uh, Lupin and then later with Money Heist and Lucifer and like the split seasons that Netflix is doing. Is that something that, you know, we can expect uh, them to do in the future? I like it personally. I think it's great to give, you know, as long as the story makes sense. Um, like with Lupin, it, it was the perfect break after episode five and then to jump in where they did. And then the next five episodes are, you know, another perfect break, I feel like in the story. So they're really tight stories too. And like you can, binge through them so quick it's just like yeah finding the time because i don't watch with dubbing i hate that uh i watch just with the subtitles in the um but i am you know like i said i don't speak french so uh, i have to read as it goes on and i can't do that while i do other stuff so it's hard to find the time but you know i made it work for this one so yeah for those who don't know it's basically about a guy who uh does a lot of heists that's a, that's all i go with i think that that's enough if you like heists this is the one and i guess uh Another early 2021 release was Cobra Kai season three, and that was released on New Year's Day. And I think has been one of the best Netflix shows of the year. Definitely. Do you agree? Yeah, definitely. And it, I almost feel guilty because I, for some reason, I thought it released at the end of 2020 on like New Year's yeah. Eve and New Year's <laughs> Day. So I'm uh -huh. like, wait a minute, because it has been this year. It, it's crazy. How, like, I can't believe we're in June already. So like January feels so far away, but it's like. This is one that was another one that, of course, Netflix saved coming from YouTube. Um, mm -hmm. And it's proven, like, obviously, like, Netflix knows when they're saving shows. Like, they're seeing something in them. And then it's right. translating to results. Like, we haven't seen a dip in Cobra Kai's, uh, Cobra Kai's quality. And I just feel like it's going to be one of those shows that as long as it... I don't know how many seasons it might go, but it'll just continue to be one of those ones that is routinely in the talk of, like, the best shows on Netflix. 
Because it really has everything. It's got the action. It's also got that nostalgia because it is, of course, corrected to the, you know, the karate kid. So I kind of feel like that's also Netflix's niche with like Fuller House was another big hit for them, yeah. like pointing up that nostalgic angle. I know. Bring everything back from the 80s. Uh, yeah. So Cobra Kai season four. This is a cool thing. We're going to get, you know, two seasons within the calendar year, uh, which doesn't happen very often. Season four is coming out sometime between October and December. End of December. Sorry. Uh, they wrapped production this spring so you know with the way that netflix has been going i think that we could definitely see something in october and maybe they'll wait until that post christmas thing maybe this will be the new year's eve show that netflix likes to do they've done that in recent years uh so i I think that that'll be cool for fans i guess uh best reality show of the year so far i think that this one is easy for both of us it's definitely the circle uh season two right yeah the circle without a doubt has been and it probably will be my favorite reality show from netflix Mm -hmm. i at least in terms of like that kind because of course the great british baking show will become a staple on this podcast in the months when it drops but it really is just like one of those like such a fun show i actually enjoyed the weekly release schedule because it kind of helped draw the season out a little bit more although like at the end of like the batches i was like oh i want the next episode but then it was kind of nice being able to go back and have it not just be one and done and then wait a year for the season so i think that also was like a sign that netflix is using their big shows to test new things which is exciting too but this one's just so fun like how can you watch it and not enjoy it? the only problem is you're like have is like yelling at your computer screens like send message <laughs> yeah we do it all the time yeah no i i agree the circle season three is also happening yeah i don't i just don't think that there's any show that we've seen on netflix so far that is even you know a real reality show this year that is even like that is sorry comparable to uh the circle i think they was just it was really good i guess let's see we've got two more one of them just dropped today i've seen it you have not um well i've seen the first four episodes i should mention and that is uh elite season four and the first four episodes are really good this is one of the best international shows on netflix uh it's another spanish original like money heist uh and i think I don't know. It's just really, if you love teen drama and a lot of other stuff, very, very in murder. Uh, yeah. Elite elite is the show for you. Yeah. And if you like the show, you also got the bonus episodes this week, the, the little yes. short, which are kind of a nice lead up to the season. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. I haven't watched all of them. Um, but the first one um, with Nadia and Guzman, I think was, I think that was the first one. Yeah. That was really good. And then, yeah, we haven't seen Netflix do anything like that before. So I'm curious if they could do something like that in the future basically you had a number of characters that left before season four so we did like one last little catch up with some of them before they move on from the show and then we also had you know newer characters coming in and it just acted kind of as like a catch-up uh for all of the characters that like what was happening in between the two seasons which i've kind of like long been on the the team netflix should drop specials whenever you know record something throw it out there Stranger Things Christmas special, you would all watch. We all know. So if they could do some a Lucifer Christmas special, why has that not happened yet? You know, I think the the, the potential is infinite, endless uh, with that. So hopefully that could work out. What do you think? Did you watch any of, oh, you have, have you seen this one? I can't remember. I have not, but I can't get the thought of a Lucifer Christmas episode out of my head now. I'm like, how is Netflix not done? Like give us like an animated <laughs> special, throw in a couple holiday songs. We've done a musical. Like, I feel like this needs to be our passion project now. It's just like, we're is the lucifer christmas episode i know maybe after we could get it uh post season six christmas special i get so last one on the list was 
Mm, I don't know. It's up in the air because I think that the critics are a little mixed on this one, but fans loved it. And that is uh, Firefly Lane. First season premiered in February, by the way. Yeah, I feel like this is definitely one, like you said, that's very polarizing. Like, I feel like it was roasted a little bit harder than other shows have been by like the critics, but we're all about the fans and the fans really <laughs> yeah. love the show. And so it's like, when you take that into account, like obviously they, you know, Netflix sees success because they just recently renewed it for season two. So it's like to not include it, I think would just be a mistake. We're, you know, we're fans as well as critics. And I think this is one that kind of, kind of got lost in the middle and kind of got hit harder than it actually was. Like, was it the best Netflix show we've ever seen? Maybe not, but it wasn't near as bad as some critics made it out to be, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I think it's really hard, you know, with the Netflix, like the romantic dramas to really compete because like Virgin River is so good. Bridgerton was really good. And then Sweet Magnolias is really good. So if you, those are like the three upper echelon Netflix romantic dramas. So Firefly Lane had a lot to, you know, it's hard to live up to that hype, I think. And I don't know, it was okay. It wasn't my favorite, but yeah, we included it on the list because there's some debate and it's coming back for season two, I think in 2022. I haven't heard anything about a later release date this year. So yeah, probably 2022. Um, do you want to, should we do a little recap on our favorite shows of the year so far? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, we've got number one, uh, Lucifer season five B number two, shadow and bone number three, Lupin number four, Cobra Kai number five, the circle number six elite and number seven firefly lane i hope that my numbering was right there but yeah that's the list if you haven't seen any of those check them out um there's a bunch of new netflix shows coming this year so uh you might as well do it now so i think uh, that's all the time that we've got for today uh thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next time